Hey folks, this is Charlotte Clymer. My pronouns are she, her, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Charlotte's Web Thoughts. This is the audio slash podcast version of the actual Charlotte's Web Thoughts on substack.com. You can go subscribe to that at charlotteclimer.substack.com. It's completely free. All you need is an email. It takes less than five seconds and it helps me out immensely. Please do go subscribe, charlotteclimer.substack.com. May 24th, 2022, State Farm gives up on LGBTQ rights. You may have been doom scrolling yesterday and caught the latest hysteria of anti-LGBTQ extremists in the conservative movement. State Farm, the insurance company whose commercials you've definitely seen everywhere in the past 15 years, had a really cool idea. They announced they're partnering with the Gender Cool Project to provide LGBTQ-themed books to schools and communities throughout the country, including Florida, where the infamous Don't Say Gay, Don't Say Trans bill was recently signed by Ron DeSantis, and that's set to take effect on July 1st. Now, this is a private program in which schools and communities can proactively participate, but of course, it doesn't require anyone else to participate or contribute their dollars toward that participation. In January, a State Farm employee sent an email announcement to Florida colleagues asking for volunteers to coordinate with interested schools and communities. It noted that the company would be enlisting the help of 550 volunteers nationwide, 550, 550 volunteers, presumably State Farm agents, to gift a three-book bundle to participating recipients. They noted this. Quote, the project's goal is to increase representation of LGBTQ plus books and support out communities in having challenging, important, and empowering conversations with children age five and older. Recently, that email was forwarded to Consumers Research, yes, several months later, uh, and that's an anti-LGBTQ extremist organization, and I will not link to them in the blog who then sent it to far-right news outlets and anti-LGBTQ influencer Libs of TikTok, you know, all about them. And all of those outlets and Libs of TikTok gleefully spent all day yesterday pushing content that claimed State Farm is indoctrinating five-year-olds to become transgender. Because hateful online campaigns of this variety have become commonplace lately, and I was working quite a bit all afternoon, I didn't take much notice when State Farm started trending on Twitter from the relentless propaganda and shitposting by anti-LGBTQ extremists. Then came news early that evening of an emergency email sent by State Farm's chief diversity officer, yes, that that is the company's chief diversity officer, to all employees announcing that the company would no longer support the program. I'm going to read you, for those of you who are listening to this rather than reading the blog, I'm going to, I'm going to read you the email real quick. It's, it's three paragraphs. It's pretty short. It says, quote, State Farm's support of a phil- philanthropic program, Gender Cool, has been the subject of news and customer inquiries. This program included books about gender identity and was intended to promote inclusivity. 
Conversations about gender and identity should happen at home with parents. We don't support required curriculum in schools on this topic. We support organizations providing resources for parents to have these conversations. We will no longer support that program. We will continue to explore how we can support organizations that provide tools and resources that align with our commitment to diversity and inclusion. Close quote. That was the email. This wasn't in support of a required curriculum. <laughs> it was a program using State Farm's own money to buy 1,650-some-odd LGBTQ theme books to be distributed to inter interested schools and communities across the country. In fact, given the total number of books being gifted, it would be damn near impossible to have anything approaching a large-scale awareness campaign. If anything, I saw it as a very nice gesture and nod toward the importance of educating about LGBTQ families. But State Farm, being the cowards they are, instead of aggressively pushing back against the hateful censorship of anti-LGBTQ extremists, chose to humor the premise that anyone in this situation, any parent or child, was being required to do something they didn't want to do. No one was. It was intended to be all privately funded, all volunteer, and all strictly based on recipients choosing to be part of the program. But State Farm pulled the plug because they got scared and decided it's more important to placate LGBTQ extremists than stand beside the LGBTQ community in a moment of horrific uncertainty. Of course, given State Farm's political donations in the last cycle, this shouldn't come as a huge shock. According to Open Secrets, a majority of the company's political contributions for the 2020 elections went to Republican and conservative federal candidates, all of them opposing basic LGBTQ rights. Those of us who are active in LGBTQ politics have been bracing for what this year's Pride Month, which starts in a week, will reveal about the strength of support so many companies have expressed for LGBTQ rights in recent years. Basically, whether they're real or not, whether they actually support LGBTQ rights or it's all been lip service. Because every year, companies toss up a rainbow logo on June 1st while they still contribute to anti-LGBTQ politicians. This has long been a problem. It's referred to as rainbow washing. And yet this year is different. This year, even the performative emptiness of a company's vague statement of support for LGBTQ people seems to be vulnerable to a massive and expensive effort by the Republican Party and conservative movement to erase LGBTQ people from the public square and deem anyone who fights back, including allies, as, quote, groomers. Pride Month this year will be less of a celebration and more of a grim acknowledgement that the GOP is clearly coming after us and have no empathy or nuance or basic sense of humanity and how they do it. When attempting to erase a minority group, it's essential to anesthetize public support for their humanity. The GOP has spent a long time attempting to do this in the broad public square. Recently, the bulk of that focus turned specifically to schools and fear-mongering over LGBTQ families, teachers, and students. Now, the GOP and anti-LGBTQ extremists are focusing their hateful rage on private companies who supposedly support LGBTQ people in the, com in the communities in which they do business. Last night, 
State Farm caved and gave up on being a good neighbor. I wish I could say I wasn't more worried that more companies aren't set to do the same thing.